All right. Welcome to the Break Time Breakdown, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so this week, I, I attempted to record this show solo earlier today, and uh, it was terrible. It was terrible <laughs> trying to talk to myself. Um, so I enlisted the help of my wife, Amy. Hello. She's been on here before. <laughs> Thanks and, for having me back. Yeah, yeah. And we have we have our own thing. We have our own show. That we, <laughs> we definitely have our own thing. So yeah, yeah. But um, so everything was just set up, and I was like, "Listen, yeah, we did our show this morning." Yeah, and and I, and I kind of touched on what I want to talk about mm-hmm. on this show, uh, being the pro act, and so I was like, "Listen, do me a favor, just come in and sit in with me, so I I can talk <laughs> at somebody instead of at a wall." Uh, I'm used to you talking at me. Yeah, I'm gonna so talk right at you. So. Perfect person for the job. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so the pro act, you're not, you're not up on this. You're not familiar with o- only because we very briefly brief. discussed yeah. it this morning and what briefly I, I just learned on the web when I was yeah, trying to post ago. some yeah. links about yeah. it. Yeah. So, which, which is kind of part of my plan here is, uh, um, it was not easy to find a proper link in favor of well, we're going to get to that because the Pro Act. I just want to put that out there. So, yeah. if you do a Google search, Pro Act, most likely that entire first page is rhetoric against it. Yeah, Which not is, for it. Yeah, well, I'll, t- I'll touch on that because I found the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, what my intent here is, uh, as we go through this, I, I'm certainly going to mansplain some things, uh, whether it's warranted or not. And I'm hoping that the things that, um, see, a lot of times we take things for granted that our audience, and I'm just saying in general, people in general, the people that we're, we're speaking to, a lot of times we take for granted that they know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Um, so like, uh, when it comes to local unions, officers, uh, agents, managers, uh, things like that, the things we deal with on a daily basis become so routine to us that when we talk about it with our significant others, mm-hmm. with our members, we don't, there's some things that we don't talk about that we should talk about, but we just feel like because we know it, everybody knows it. Does that make sense? Well, yes, that's, that's your own language. You are literate in your own discourse community. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but even like the people amongst us, yeah, we, we just assume that because, like, I assume that because I know something that all the members know it. Right. Right. And, and that's, a lot of times it's not the case. Well, they, more times out, than not. More out of touch. Yeah. Yeah. So this particular episode, talking about the PRO Act, the reason I, uh, I want to talk about this now is because it's it's going on right now in Congress. Like, this is a, a, a bit of legislation that they're dealing with right now in Congress. And it's it's very important. Very important. Um and so as we go through this, I want you to just stop me if I'm using words. If it's Greek or, to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I start sounding like I'm speaking a foreign language or if you, if you just need clarification on something, right? Sure. Um, I, I, I do have a question yes. to begin with, though. The PRO Act, this is, uh, is speaking in a generalization of all unions, Yes. Not this just is, trade unions, all unions this, across the board. Yeah, this is uh, even wider than that. This is working class. Sure. Okay. okay. Um, it 
it strengthens the worker's ability to form or join a union. So what it does is a lot. Okay. So you mentioned the, when you did a Google search, it's a lot of anti-rhetoric about the pro act, right? So it should be no secret to anybody that the right is very well versed at the art of propaganda and the art of spin and, um, pushing their message in regards to a topic. Clearly. Uh, it's, it's, they put all the resources into that because it's the most effective way. You don't have to do your job. You just have to sure. convince other people. You to, could say that about all politics. Sure. 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 But it's, it's the, the years back, the right. Yes. Discovered how powerful of a tool this was. So they focus on that. Like right to work is a prime example. Yes. They, they tried passing right to work laws for years and years and years and years and it kept getting shot down and they realized it was because of the, the headers that they were using or the, or the titles that they were giving it until they settled on right to work. They had because, to find that catchphrase. Yeah. So that they spoke found, to the yep, general population. They found the one that didn't mean anything. Yep. Uh, it, it had nothing to do with the actual Oh, I bill. remember many, many, many years ago when I was voting, I, I remember something on my ballot that said, you know, I, I can't, it, something about right to work, right? I, mm-hmm. I didn't understand any of it. I was like maybe 18, 19 years old when I was voting. And I was like, yeah, right to work. That sounds good. Yeah, everybody deserves. I the deserve right to the work. right to work. Yeah, we all hundred percent right to work. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I yeah. really, honestly, didn't, you know, become intelligent on that subject until you and I started dating, and I and I learned more and more about what what that really meant, and sure, yeah, how it, dangerous that really is. Yeah, and the yeah the words that they use have nothing to do with what's in yeah. the bill, and it's mar- excellent marketing. Yeah, so. So when I was, same thing you ran into, when I started uh, pulling up some information about the PRO Act, that's what I found was it's a lot of the first whole bunch of links that you get, hits that you get is going to be opposed to the PRO Act. Those are the ones that I read, though. In a very positive way, though. It makes it sound, you know, like. Well, what they do is they, there's. This this it's 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 difficult to spin this in a way, especially now in today's day and age when people are hurting, right? The um the wealth gap is is so great now. Um the like just a wealth inequality, mm-hmm. um poverty levels, people needing two, three, four jobs just to make ends meet or come close yeah. to keeping their head above water. So this stuff resonates now with people like union Support is on the rise because you know the fight for fifteen and mm-hmm. um, you know wanting to wanting people to be, are hungry, yeah, yes. and just wanting to be compensated for the work yes. that we're doing because understand like people at the top, corporations and business owners, like the, the like the, the heads of companies, they're not doing a damn thing. Yeah. They're making money off of your back and yeah. my back. So with this piece of legislation in particular, when they start talking about what's in it. It's hard for them to be, uh, once they spell out the different parts, it's hard for them to to really shine a bad light on it when the chosen audience, this is going to help the audience that they want to uh, influence. So, so you'll read like a paragraph about um, how it's going to 
outlaw right to work mm-hmm. across the land. It mm-hmm. basically will abolish right to work laws in every state, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's a good thing. But then they'll they'll finish with how how um, how unconstitutional or unfair that is to someone that is uh, a business owner. A business, yeah, yeah that's all. that's what I I came across on, on one of the the pages that I clicked on. It might have been like the second link that I clicked on, and it said, "Don't don't be confused by the title. The name sounds positive or something." And I'm thinking, hmm, like right to work, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I know exactly. They're what, trying to put yeah. a spin on it, you yeah. know, yeah, to make it sound like make it's it, bad. Because, yeah, yeah, we, us us evil. Unions are coming after the these, these business, owners business owners are going to that are, that are lose doing all kinds of money when, yeah. when, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell that to uh, uh, Jeff Bezos, who's making yeah. what you know. He he's making a a year's a, a poor person's year's salary every minute. Well, I mean, this we we spoke on this uh, probably on our show that you know even the those big companies if they you know their anti-union words are you know if you if you organize we're going to have to shut our doors yeah you know that's the threat we're going to have to close our business if you organize we'll go out of business and that's just not true for the most part for those large companies that wouldn't have the need to organize yeah, they're, they're not closing their doors. Amazon's not going to close their doors if you organize. Well, here's here's what we need to pay attention to, and and talking about Amazon's important because they have right now they have a a campaign going on down in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the 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 campaign's called Bamazon, and they're trying to organize one of the uh, warehouses, the Amazon warehouses in Alabama. Okay, um, what's What's scary about this is that's that's always a go-to for most people when they're running a campaign, organizers uh, or, you know, just a general um, – well, we're all organizers, especially when we're, we're running a, uh, an organizing campaign. Um, but, but that's our go-to is nobody's in business to go out of business. So right. the, 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 the first thing that you're going to hear if you're working at a place that's looking to form a union or join a union, you're going to hear, if you do that, we're going to have to close right. these doors. We'll never be able to yes. stay open. Yes, that's right? what you hear. And we're mm-hmm. always like, listen, nobody, nobody's in business to go out of business. Mm-hmm. They want to mm-hmm. stay in, but they need to make a paycheck too. Here's where it gets a little bit scary with the Amazon situation. If, if they vote in the affirmative to be recognized by the, I forget the, the local or the, the union it's uh, the retailers and it's like RIWC or something. Forgive me. I should look that up. But um, if they're successful in winning an election, uh, there is a very, very strong possibility that Amazon will close that warehouse. Mm. It's a very strong possibility because out of spite. Yes. Yeah. Because they're that big, yeah, they can just move somewhere else. They could just where there's no threat. Open up somewhere else, and not a big deal to them. And they can use that location as look at what happened. Yeah, look at this is what and and those that would spread so much fear. Yeah, that would be their martyr location. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's scary about. 
That's a company power. like Amazon. <laughs> yeah. And that's the stuff you have to be aware of is, is that kind of power, that they yeah. have the power to be like, you know what? We just spent thousands and millions of dollars on creating this warehouse, but guess what? We're just going to pack it up and move it. That's yeah. how much money they oh, have. Well, right. But that they the, can do that. Right. That's what they'll be saying on behind closed sure. doors. But out in public, it'll be, this is what happens. Yeah. Well, that's why it's important this to get the happens. public on board yeah. what's going on. Well, and understand, like in a situation with with a, a and with a company like that, like Amazon, that's that big, in and is that much of a juggernaut? Yeah, you you almost need a national campaign to happen. Absolutely, for a company like that, yeah. Because if Absolutely. you have if you have a, a strategic campaign going on at at a bunch of their yeah. warehouses or all of their warehouses, yeah, they're not going to be able to approve all di- of them. Yeah, that's yeah. a different story. Where they're they're, sure. Then they'll be scared because sure. the workers will be in the driver's seat. So sure. it'll be interesting that votes happen in this month mm-hmm. uh, or throughout the month of March. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're still February. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that one. I'm, I'm a little concerned, yeah. uh, but also intrigued to see how that turns out. But getting back to the PRO Act, mm-hmm. um, this is such a huge uh, piece of legislation. It's a very ambitious piece of worker workers' rights legislation. And, and I'm going to uh, kind of still... So, and for you as well, anybody looking for some labor uh, labor content or labor uh, updates, news, uh, current happenings in, in the world of uh, organized labor and, and working class... Pro-labor. That's going to be pro-labor, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, there's, there's a, a website... It's called ucomblog.com, and I know one of the guys that, that writes articles, and it, they also have a, a live stream that they do. It's called uh, Ucom Live, obviously, uh, that they do on, like, YouTube and Facebook and stuff like that, uh, covering – it's, you know, always, it's a live show. I said Ucom Live. Yeah, it's a live yeah, show, yeah. live, like, talk show thing where they cover a lot of this stuff, current events, you know, all mm-hmm. labor-related. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know uh, Brian Young – works for UCOM and he writes a bunch of articles and, and stuff. I share his stuff all the time. If, if anybody is friends with me on Facebook and social media platforms, I share a lot of UCOM content because it's good stuff. Uh, so I, I like to reshare and get the word out. But anyway, to, to kind of uh, steal from him and, and he knew I was going to do this. So yeah, shout out to Brian Young for giving me the, the AOK to, um, to plagiarize his yeah. article. <laughs> yeah, it's not plagiarizing if you cite your source, right? <laughs> yes, you cite anyway, your source. That's right. He, uh, in his words, uh, this piece of legislation will be the biggest overhaul of labor law since World War II and is a top priority for unions. It's huge. Like the AFL-CIO is pushing this hardcore. Um, Joe Biden ran on this. Uh, Kamala Harris is uh, pushing this. It was brought to... Um, let's see, this is, in this particular bill, uh, has been around, it, it first went through the house, uh, like a version of this passed through the house in 2019, never got heard on the Senate floor because sure. Old boy Mitch was in control. Yeah. And, and so anything that's Not for the good happen. of the people, they don't even yeah, hear good it. Luck. Yeah. They're just, <laughs> it's just going to sit and collect cobwebs. So what they yeah. did was they revised it. Made it better uh, yeah. for the working class, and it's uh, it's going through the system right now. I I I don't 
I think the House voted on this uh, just this past week. I could be wrong. Um, I know the the idea was or the anticipation was it was going to get through the House sometime in March and then be heard by the Senate in April. So uh, that's why I want to get this particular yeah. show out now. It's important. Yeah, yeah. So so members can pay attention or anybody listening can pay attention to what's going on with this. It's a very important uh, bit of work here. And some of the... Uh, let me just catch up. I'm signed up with, this is my, my mind going a million, mm-hmm. million directions at once. You're used to yes. this. Uh, I'm, I'm signed up for the Labor Action Network through the local. It's, um, you, you text uh, 21333. Um, you just put, like, sign me up or uh, smart 110 or something, whatever. Just send them a message to uh, 21333 and you'll, Get notifications. Get, get updates, mm-hmm. texts and stuff. and Things and, that are important going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll give you um, uh, like a call to action, like right. through whether it's the AFL-CIO or... It's, it, this oh, that's is, nice. 21333 yeah. is, is funneled through Smart, Smart mm-hmm. International. But like we're tied in with all all the... You know, like we're part of the AFL-CIO and, yeah. and all that stuff. So um, whenever there's like a big call to action, yeah. they'll notify you through this. Like contact your... your elected officials hmm. let them know that you're for or against whatever piece of legislation it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did it. Uh, I do, you know, I, I try to be as active with this stuff as I possibly can. And I did this one. And the reason I bring it up is I, I get responses from Rand Paul pretty regularly. Uh, and once, once you email him one time, you're, you're going to get, uh, he'll send you like his weekly updates from, uh, he likes to, to sign him Dr. Paul, which is a joke. The guy's a fraud. Um, you and I talked about yeah. it earlier yeah, today. As a matter of fact, show, yeah. you, you were unaware how yeah, uh, no he idea. was, he was unable to pass the, <laughs> he created the bar exams to, to medical licensing. <laughs> yeah. He created a foundation <laughs> to grant him, uh, and Optimal. optom- uh, opto- ophthalmology yeah. license. Yeah. 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 He's so he's, he's a fake in all ways. Um, but anyway, so this is the letter, this is the letter I got back from him. And as I read this, I'm going to get angry and I'm going <laughs> to chime, read it for you? chime in about <laughs> something. I don't know why this isn't like flipping sideways for me. It's making me angry, but <laughs> you're already angry. Yeah. Freaking man, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Damn phone. Anyway. So it says, um, so I got this on February, February 17th, which is important. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you why in a second. Uh, so I get this on the 17th, and it says, uh, Mr. Waugh, dear Mr. Waugh, thank you for contacting me regarding your opposition to S1306, the Protecting the Right to Organize Act. I didn't mention that earlier. The PRO Act is protecting the right to organize. Right. Um, I appreciate hearing your concerns on this issue. Rest assured, I will consider S1306 carefully should it receive a vote in the Senate. Should it receive a vote? Because that's what, that's what they always bank on. Is, that it won't even get to. Yeah, they, don't, yeah. they don't ever have to put it's their not, name yeah. on something, right? So, and you're hearing this for the first time, so if I, I would love your reaction to this as well. Um, the First Amendment guarantees the right to assemble. It also offers protection for those who do not wish to be coerced into assembly. I support an individual's right to work 
without fear of intimidation and forced unionization to attain or maintain a job. If you don't want to be in a union, don't join a union. If you don't want to be in a union, don't work in a union shop. It's as simple as that. Right. I tell people all the time, you can be a sheet metal worker anywhere. You can only be a union sheet metal worker in a union. Right. So if you have a problem with unions, go somewhere else. Yeah. And see and see how that, go how, live how it goes for you. Yeah, yeah, go live it and experience it and see. Go do it. Weigh no, it no. out. But if you're that person, right, then you're in this because you like our wages and you like our benefits. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason. And you want to get them and not have any kind of skin in the game, not have anything behind it. You just want to take advantage and be a freeloader. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so so you, you're not being forced. You can go anywhere. You can work wherever you want. You don't have to join our union. Go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, at this time... One of the top priorities of Congress should be to reduce the burdens on job creators. They've been doing that for four years when 45 was in office. That's all they've been doing. Reduce the burdens, right? Businesses are the engine of the nation's economy. Bullshit. So did he just say that the workers are the burdens to the employers? No, no, no. It says... uh, Top priority should be to reduce the burdens on job creators. Reduce the burdens. We're going to get into the burdens in a second. Okay. He mentions it. Okay. Um, businesses are the engines, are the engine of the nation's economy, and I call it bullshit because it's not. People spending money is the engine to the economy. If you don't have money to spend, the economy is not There's doing. No the economy, economy yeah. is not the stock market. Right. It has nothing to do with Clearly. the stock market. <laughs> They tie it to the stock market because that's something that can show you the ups and downs. Mm. And, and It's a pretty every, graph. Yeah, and everything that they do mm. is to make sure that stock market's doing well. Mm. So as long as they can pass bills and tax cuts and deregulate so that those stock market graphs keep going up, they can make you believe that we're in a good place. Meanwhile, we've got like the highest number of unemployment, the, highest, uh, the lowest number of job creation over the last four years, uh, like all kinds of other stats and other uh, factors tell a different story right but you know just just focus on the stock market because that's where his people matter Mm. right stocks um uh, so the the they're the engine of the nation's economy and their success is the key to getting americans back to work their success is the key to getting americans back to work you work so my friends can be successful Mm -hmm. For doing nothing, because mm-hmm. they're making money off of your your labor. Mm-hmm. You're the one producing. People at the top aren't producing shit. They're just cashing a paycheck. Uh, let's see. However, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, success uh, is the key to getting Americans. Wait, uh, businesses are the engines of the economy, and their success is the key to getting Americans back to work. However, in order for businesses to thrive, government must get out of the way. Ask Texas how that worked out. Um, This means reducing regulatory burdens. Here's your burdens. Again, ask Texans how their electricity held up during uh, the ice storm. Um, Keeping taxes low and allowing markets to operate without manipulation, which the, uh, if anybody followed the whole 
uh, GameStop, AMC, uh, stock market debacle. Yeah. Uh, you can see what happened was these hedge fund uh, uh, operators, that's what they do. They're literally in the business of manipulating the stock market so they can make money hand over fist. But when average Joe teamed up on Reddit and got a bunch of people together because, yeah, the people at the top have a lot of money, but, you know, $1,000 from... 100,000, 500,000 people on a, a page on Reddit, that's some real power. Yeah. And so they they gave it back. They gave it back to them mm -hmm. and uh, got shut down. Like uh, these these uh, stock uh, sites that, that people were in apps that people were using like Robinhood and stuff, shut it down because they were getting contacted from these hedge fund operators about the millions and millions and millions of dollars they were losing because of these asshole peasants mm -hmm. <laughs> that were manipulating the market and they had to put an end to it. So they stopped. You couldn't physically buy stock in these particular companies because it was costing millionaires and billionaires a lot of money. Right. They were losing a lot of money. So they froze it and it's, it's caused like a whole big uproar. Right. So yeah, he can go to hell with his uh, manipulation without uh, without manipulation that's all they do anyway if you'd like to discuss your opposition to the pro act in more detail or if you have any questions on this or any other issues please feel free to call my washington dc office <laughs> at 202-224-4343 you can also con uh, connect with me at his website i'm not going to advertise that uh, his facebook and twitter pages yeah could because that's where we should be handling official government business right. on social media and my YouTube channel where you can also see my latest activities and most up-to-date commentary <laughs> on current issues. Again, thank you for contacting me. It is an honor and privilege to represent the Commonwealth of Kentucky oh. in the United States Senate. And I hope you will continue to share your views with me. The Commonwealth of Kentucky. Hmm. What's important about this date is he was telling me, reach out to him at his DC office when they were going to be in recess. Ah, So pretty convenient right yeah um i didn't try calling the number yet i'm still doing some uh studies on this sure it, it's not uh it's not reaching the senate any to i'll know when it's going to be reaching the senate there'll probably be another call to action on it um and and i'll save that number and that's why i put it out there yeah. if anybody wants to contact uh mr paul um yeah, and also, oh, yeah, I should throw that in here. Uh, sincerely, Rand Paul, and then some arbitrary number uh, letters, initials next to his name. Um, what? Yeah, well, it says MD, but oh. I don't know what that stands for because... <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> something about being fake. I don't know. But anyway, um, so I got that letter from him. That had me super frustrated because I'm like, this whole letter is about screw the working class, especially screw unions, because yeah. unions fight for the workers. Um, and we need to look out for it's all my, about the business. My buddies at the top, yeah. yeah. People at the top, yeah. Hey, business owners are important. Sure, <laughs> and there's they a are. lot of great ones out there. Hundred percent, a agree. lot. Yes, and that actually yes. give a shit and yep. are treating their people right. And but there's a lot that, yeah, we we need them that just want to fatten their own wallets. Though I'm not saying we don't need business owners. Like that's not what this yeah. is about. If we for sure need business owners, yeah, right. Uh, but the the wealth gap needs to shrink. Absolutely. You don't need, um, 
Minimum wage has been seven twenty five since like two thousand nine. Unbelievable. Yeah. So you're talking like what are we on twelve years? Yeah. Of people, what has the price of nothing gone up in twelve years? Right. Right. So when when people are like, oh, I hope you're like paying nine dollars for a Big Mac, it's not going to happen. The yeah. price of things have been going up steadily. <laughs> yes. Over the past twelve years, yeah. and wages are stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I. Yeah, it's that's just silly jargon. Yeah. yeah that's just. <laughs> It's crazy talk, crazy, complete crazy talk. So anyway, so the meat and potatoes of uh, of the Pro Act is um, so it's gonna it's gonna create monetary penalties against employers who try to illegally bust unions. So they do they have a uh, companies and uh, business owners have the power right now. They have uh, and and there's no real repercussions for them doing bad stuff. We were talking about Delta the other day, Delta. Um, it's probably 2019, I think, when they were, um, the ramp people were trying to organize Mm -hmm. and they had literature in the, throughout the terminal in like the advertising, uh, little like column things that they have, Mm -hmm. that they put like different ads in and stuff. They had union busting literature advertising in those things. So just everyone walking down. The terminals could just see this. Like you can't have, like we can't do that. I haven't fact checked that. I saw them with my own eyes because I was flying at the time. Oh. It said, um, they said like. Um, that was in 2019? Yeah. 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 So they said, um, uh, what was one of them? You could get $500 in union dues could get you a video game system. Wouldn't you rather that? Like, that was literally one of them. Wow. So you can buy an Xbox with the money you save in your union dues, right? Or you can buy an Xbox with the money you're going to make by being in a union because of the wages that right. they're going to get you and the savings you're going to get with your <laughs> benefits. Yeah. You're going to be able to buy yourself multiple Xboxes and the games that come with right. it. Right. And the benefits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's... anyway, anyway, so there was no, all they were told was, look, you can't do that. So they had to take them down. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And they took them down. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Slowly, but surely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, but the point is there was no repercussions, right? But what they did was they got that message out. Yeah. And they already got, you know, they're planting the seeds. Right. It's all about planting those seeds. And if, you know, like if, if, if I told you, look, you can't rob a bank, and but if you go rob a bank, all that's going to happen is they tell you, look, you got to put that money back, and you can't do that again. Well, then what's to stop you from keep going until you don't get caught? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what, what's your incentive to stop? Right. <laughs> you know? So this is going to attach actual financial penalty, pe- penalties for them doing things like that. Those uh, um, captive audience meetings are going to be uh, no longer uh, approved. Uh, They're not going to be allowed to bring in, um, they're not allowed to bring in, or they won't be allowed to bring in uh, lawyers to advise them on how to keep a union from coming. Um, Can't like preemptively bring in like union busters. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's all, that's, part of this 
It's going to strengthen protections for workers who are wrongfully fired during union organizing campaigns. Right? If if uh, people got to lead these things from right. the inside, yeah. When they find out you're a leader, yeah. there's a target on your back. Yeah. Well, now there's going to make re- your life miserable. Yeah. Until well, you either quit or you well, they're do something try and make you quit. You if you don't quit, yeah. then and they fire you. Yeah. For, for they're going to find something. Yeah. Well, now you're you got more, you'd have more protection. Yeah. Um, it'd be easier to prove it that mm-hmm. that it was for for uh, union activity. Um, uh, make it, make it easier for newly formed unions to secure their first contracts. That's a huge deal. So when we do a bottom up campaign, a bottom up campaign is when you go to a company and you talk to the workers and, and get them to sign authorization cards so that like, and I'll use sheet metal because that's what I do. Uh, if I were to go to. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to use, uh, a random place. Um, hardcore metals, hardcore metals. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to organize hardcore metals. They make, um, metal boxes, uh, utility boxes and electrical panel boxes and stuff like that. Right. I'm going to sign this shop. Yeah. Um, how it would essentially most times how it works is somebody uh people are going to be disgruntled there right yeah and someone from in there is going to figure out okay we need union representation mm-hmm. who should we call mm-hmm. and they're going to call they're going to you know look around or do do some googling mm-hmm. and figure out what union they think they should call right well we deal in metal let's call the sheet metal guys so they call us up let let us know what they're you know, that they're looking for representation and then an organizer like myself would get in touch with them and we would start planning. Sure. A, a can- we'd start a campaign. Sure. Uh, that's a bottom up campaign. Yeah. When you're, when you're, you'd be consulting with them, the working class people mm-hmm. that are out, you Giving know, them on the, the tools floor. and yeah. Yeah. How, how to, and yeah. yeah. So, um, so then we start, uh, having meetings, talking to, um, finding out who else is, feeling this way mm-hmm. who else uh is pretty set that that they want to sign a card because they want a uh representation from a union right and you get those people first and then you start building some teams and uh, it's a whole process right yeah well when you do that so by uh the the rule is you have to have 30 percent of the bargaining unit has to sign a card for you to take that to an election okay uh, so the, basically the card says, in in our example, Hardcore Metals mm-hmm. would sign a card saying that I authorize, like I, Amy Waugh, authorize Smart Local 110 to be the uh, representative representative body um, in dealing with negotiations and representing me. Right. You sign that card, date it, give it to me. Uh, once 30% of your work those workers sign cards we could take it for an election you don't ever want to do that because to win an election you got to have 50 percent plus one so you need a majority right to win an election um we use the rule of 80 80 plus percent 85 plus percent like you want to have yeah you know the majority the, the, the closer, legitimate majority the closer to 100 percent you yeah. can get uh, the better, because that's pretty much because usually what happens is as you're leading up to the election, 
Uh, the company is going to start doing their stuff to try and scare people. And you're going to lose some people. You're not going to have like everybody that signed a card is not going to vote your way by the time an election comes in a lot of uh, situations. Yeah. However, let's say you get the 80% and then you have your election and you win it in a landslide. And so now the Labor Relations Board recognizes Sheet Metal Local 110 as the uh, uh, representatives of the bargaining unit for hardcore metals, mm-hmm. right? Then we start contract negotiations with the company. The, you know how many, um, how many places, how many campaigns uh, got that first contract? Out of all the elections that are won, all the uh, representation elections that are won. Do you know what percentage actually get a first contract? You mean that they get to stay with that company or like the first contract that's the tentative well, it's, agreement? It's, it's, that it's, they... It solidifies the union uh, in that organ. So hardcore metals, um, just because they won an, an election, it's not over. It's not over until you get that first contract. Okay. And you have a year from the, for, as soon as you win the election, you have a year to negotiate that first contract. But the people have to negotiate with that company. Yes, yes, to get an actual, your first union contract. Hmm. And if you don't get it, if, if you can't come to agreement, then it becomes null and void and you got to start from square one. I would imagine, I mean, 100% of them don't come to an, a contract agreement. No, well, it's 20%. What? No, I said, how many come to an agreement? Oh, yeah. How many get that first contract? Not many. It's 20%. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real, real hard process. Yeah. Because what happens is, once you win the election, then they start bringing in their union-busting negotiators and attorneys to do the contract negotiation. They just stall. They stall yeah. it out, and they just keep kicking the can down the road until the deadline's up, and you got to start all over. From scratch and go through everything again. And, mm-hmm. and how many people, after a year's time, a year of fighting and yeah. no progress, and then you got to have you got to rerun an election. Yeah, you got to redo the campaign all over again. Like, how much support you think you're going to have that second yeah. time around? Right? People are so, tired. Yeah, yeah, they're like, well, this is a waste of my time. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Well, with the Pro Act, what they what would happen is. It, it would uh, essentially guarantee a first contract. If you make it through an election, it would guarantee a first contract because if the uh, if you can't come to an agreement, a collective bargaining, mm-hmm. uh, it would go to an arbitrator, and the arbitrator would determine what the first contract is. So they would use uh, like they use uh, area comparisons, uh, sure. other places that do similar type of work. What the, what the pay is, right. what, the, what the national pay is for yeah, that type of work, all that sense. kind of stuff, yeah. benefits, all that. And they'll come up with a, with the first contract. And could be good or bad for either side, both sides. Like, but it's when things, well, Yeah, when things go to an arbitrator, it's up to the, like, they're, yeah. they're the, the stamp. Yeah. And what they say goes, and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's the rule. Uh, but, yeah, it gets you that first contract. And, and it makes everything official. And then from that point on, it's just renegotiating that contract and staying it, you know, as long as you right. have people wanting to decertify and all that, all that other stuff. But anyway, it, 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 uh, makes the process better for the worker. Yeah. Right. Uh, the other thing it does is if it is found that if, if an election 
uh, is deemed to have been corrupt. Like if the, uh, if the employer uses some illegal tactics sure. leading up to and during the election to, start, to start try and infiltrating the yeah, to try anti-union. And, yeah. To try and, mm-hmm. uh, message. Uh, yeah. W- w- yeah. To, to try and like, uh, affect the outcome of the right. election. Sway the, yeah. Sway the vote. Regardless of how it comes out. Usually when they're doing that, it's because they know that the, the union has got a strong, a strong chance of winning. So they're right. trying to, they're trying to, well, sure, they're the going to say, well, we have the right to our views, we, you know, the business owner. Well, we have the right to inform our workers of what could happen. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's about, well, right now the, the employers have like a, a huge voice and we've got almost none. Right. But anyway, what would happen in that scenario is they would rerun the election, right? Um, and again, when you start putting people through these these hamster wheels of events, it it's discouraging, yeah. Right. Well, what the pro act would do is, if if uh, if it's deemed that an election was tampered with, they would resort to how many cards were signed at any. T- if there was a majority of cards signed at any point in the campaign, then they would stamp it as a win for the workers mm-hmm. and bringing in the union. Mm-hmm. Instead of rerunning it, it would just go in favor of. The union, because the union can't tamper. We can't even be in yeah. on site when a, when an election's going on. We have to be outside the perimeter. Right. Um, we can have a judge in there or a, a, like a teller watching. Kinda, right. You know, but uh, as far as uh, our people go, like we got to be off the premises. Yeah. Um, can't be handing out brochure, brochures and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just give our support out at the gates. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, so yeah, so this would this would automatically, if they tamper with an election, would automatically go in favor of the workers and the union. So again, that's a plus. Um, bolsters workers' rights to uh, related to strikes and boycotts. So right now, uh, and I, I I'm pretty confident in this time timeline, um, a strike, a recognitional strike where they're trying to recognize. Uh, that like um, hardcore metals wants to be represented by sheet metal workers, local 110, and we start a, a strike out front. A recognition that's called a recognitional strike. You can only do those for 30 days, and it starts on the first day you set up, and it's 30 days, whether you're there 30 days straight or not. It's it starts, and then you have 30 days from that start point. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there's not this would eliminate that. So you can, you can continue on. So you can keep, you know, uh, pounding that that war drum, you yeah. know, letting people know, letting the general public know uh, what you're fighting for. Um, I said it would override right to work laws, um, and it would make it, it would basically make it illegal to uh, be a part of a union and be a freeloader. You'd have to pay your dues. You'd be, you, you couldn't opt out. You'd be, if you want representation, you gotta foot the bill basically yeah and uh make it harder for companies like uber to avoid unions by using independent contractors so uber there was just a big push out on the west coast uber drivers were trying to get uh they were trying to organize because they were getting they were by being listed as independent contractors they were they were um they were getting screwed out of like 
just basic necessity. They couldn't even file for unemployment, like when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and they took a huge, a huge hit. Uh, they couldn't file for unemployment even. They weren't eligible. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so they so they were trying to organize for just basic just basic shit that everybody should have, basic yeah. rights everybody should have, and they passed uh, Prop Twenty Two, which I talked about before, which. Uh, this would pretty much override that shit before it spreads across the land like Right to Work's doing. Mm-hmm. Where basically it's just, it, it gives uh, heads of companies free rides to abuse and exploit the people below them. Figure out a way to do it and uh, uh, brush your hands with them. Collect, collect your check, but brush your hands of those people and yeah. leave them to their own, their own accord. Um, got some quotes from Rich Trunka here. Richard Trunka, he's the, uh, the current president of the AFL-CIO. Um, uh, in regards to the PRO Act, he said, today working people are one step closer to freely exercising our most fundamental rights on the job. The PRO Act will strengthen workers' ability to come together and demand a fair share of the wealth we create, boosting wages, securing better health care, and rooting out discrimination. It just gives you a voice. Like being part of a union gives you a voice. It gives you a voice. Like yeah. I said, there's, there's a reason we make the money we make and we have the benefits we have. Uh, it's because we're... A, a force. We've come together as a force. Sure. Uh, you, you don't get that if like you're just a, a union. Yeah, we're yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're united. We're united. Yeah. Imagine the concept. Yeah. Um, I want. I want to circle back to yep, yep. Uh, what you were talking about the Uber, the uh, the act, the twenty two prop twenty two. Yeah, prop twenty two. Um, just you know, having heard a lot of the the back and forth on both sides. You know, I can I can hear and I can imagine people who are anti-union and think that the the Uber drivers and the independent well they signed up for it. They signed up to be independent contractors. You know, they willingly did it on their own. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were signing up for. Sure, but I also want to point out. That, you know, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but many people who take on those jobs, the door dashers, your Uber drivers, your Lyft drivers, it's not their primary job. They take on that second job because they need the money, Yeah. because the job that they have isn't paying them enough to support themselves and their families. Yeah. So their hands are tied on what kind of work they can take that's flexible enough that can earn them some sort of extra income so they can feed their families. It's not making them rich. So, you know, there's your, there's, I don't know, there's your whirlpool of, of crazy of how our, our workers' rights are absolutely being taken advantage Mm -hmm. of. And it's a prime example of of a a genius idea from a um, company Silicon that Valley. yeah that they're like it is a genius idea. I don't disagree sure. with that. I, it's a great idea, but how can we do it where it doesn't cost us anything, right? So we can just fatten our wallets and get rich, 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 and all my friends can get rich, and then everybody can buy stock in my company, and we're all going to get super rich, and we don't have to pay our people hardly anything or give them any kind of benefits. And that's that's where I think people kind of like shut down. They don't they don't dive deeper into the why. Well, there's there's a lot uh, to what you just said. Okay, so 
in order to be an independent contractor, there's, there's, there needs to be rules. There are rules in California on what constitutes an independent contractor. It's, it's the ABC test. And the PRO Act would enforce that. Um, one of the things is, is this, um, it has to be something that you do regularly outside of what you're doing right now. So for, for example, uh, a roofer, independent contractor does roofs, um, for different people, not just for one company, Mm -hmm. right? If I worked for, um, if I worked for a tri-state roofing, Mm -hmm. I'm an employee for tri-state roofing. Right. If I was uh, Jer's Roofs and I did jobs with Tri-State or jobs with, um, you know, some uh, general contractor or, you know, some some big uh, other outfit, you know, where they would subcontract me as an independent contractor, right? I do that work outside of working for this particular company or this particular company, right? Does that make sense? Like, I think so. So, so in essence, if you worked for... Um, uh, if your main job was giving people rides in your car and you also did it for Uber, then you could potentially be an independent contractor. Yeah. If you just do it for Uber, then that's, now you're an employee for Uber, Mm. right? The other thing is, uh, I don't know what the specifics for the ABC test is, but like generally, um, generally speaking, one of the other things is you uh, you set your schedule. So, like, if I'm going to do a roof for you as Jer's Roofing, as an independent roofing contractor, I'm going to tell you, like, okay, I can come on, you know, next Wednesday. Uh, we should be able to start it. And, right? Like, so I kind of dictate. Because it's going to be based off the work I'm doing. Right. You're right. Uh, and the rest of in my other clients. Um, Uber dictates when you work. That's the other thing is you, when a lot of these people signed up to be Uber drivers, it was, it was, you know, this was the pay and these are the perks and, uh, you can work whatever you want, right? At, at your leisure. Mm-hmm. You, all you got to do is sign on when you want, sign off when you want. Well, they put dead spots in their app to force you uh, to, to work feel in certain areas at certain times mm-hmm. in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now they're controlling your work schedule. Right. Or your earning potential. Right. So again, are you an independent contractor when you're not mm-hmm. able to just sign in and out whenever you want? Mm-hmm. You can, but you're not going to work. So, yeah. so those are some of the things that Uber did. And this, it goes beyond Uber. That's just an easy example. Uh, and it's actually the one that Brian mentioned in his article. Um, but yeah, there's other, like, we have contractors doing it here. We have non-union uh, sheet metal contractors that'll that'll pay their guys. They'll give their guys ten ninety nine forms. They don't pay any taxes on them, Social Security, unemployment coverage, nothing. Uh, uh, workers comp, like that's all on you mm-hmm. because you're an independent contractor for me. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you working. I'll keep sending you to jobs, but you're an independent contractor. Like it's a bullshit way for them to get around. Yeah, paying a lot of this this overhead. Yeah. Yeah, sorry to get you off track there, but no, you weren't. No, this is what this is what I was uh, hoping for. Um, so, so anyway, the the initial version of the pro act, the, the pro act was actually co sponsored by Kamala Harris. So okay. I said earlier how 
Joe and, and Kamala are both in favor of this. Obviously, if she was a co-sponsor, the, clearly, yeah. originally, you, you know, she's she's for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So so there's there's a lot to take in on this, but uh, definitely if you're if you're listening to this show in particular, then you probably have some interest in in labor and unions. <laughs> Uh, I would imagine yeah. if you're just listening because you like the sound of my voice, well, God bless you. <laughs> uh, but this is something to pay attention to uh, because it's, this is what's going on right now. Uh, the, what I understand is, the, uh, and I may have mentioned this earlier in this in the show, is this is expected to hit the Senate floor sometime in April, maybe by the end of March uh, or April. Um, yeah. There's not full. There's not fifty. Uh, Democratic senators supporting this yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like four or seven holdouts right now currently um, from the Democratic side. So it's not going to be something passed easily. And uh, yeah. yeah, but it's a big deal. This is like a big. When it comes to labor, like I, I mentioned earlier, like Brian says in his article, this is a um, the most ambitious um, labor and union bill to uh, uh, to to come through Congress. Yeah. In since World War II, like yeah, you said, a big deal. Uh, yeah, Taft Hartley, I think, was the last bit of uh, legislation mm. regarding you know, workers and unions and and workers' rights. Um. Uh, so get involved. Yeah, get involved. Sign up. Sign up for the Action Network if you're not already getting the uh, know what the it means and stuff. Know what it means. You know, yeah. just do your homework. If you're well, like if I said, you it, are in a union. You want to be part of the union. You want to get active in your union. Yeah. This is a. So, this is the time. <laughs> this is the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in our our uh, our sheet metal workers constitution. Right, right in the preamble. So it starts off, in this age of organized effort, it is essential that those engaged at our trade must likewise organize in order to establish and maintain desirable working conditions and thus provide for themselves and their families that measure of comfort, happiness, and security to which every good citizen is entitled in return for is in is every good citizen is entitled in return for their labor from a deep sense of pride in our trade to give a fair day's work for a fair day's pay right before any of the, any other content in this constitution. We are all organizers. First and foremost, what we need to do as sheet metal workers is organize and walk the walk. This bill literally in the title, protect the right to organize. Yeah. It's right in the title. Uh, and that's our main job. And that's job. a clear title yes. stating what the bill yes. is. There's no exact, smoke and mirrors. Yeah. It's not a marketing campaign. Regardless of what the 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 spinny spin websites and yes. Google searches really are gonna crazy. are gonna give you. Um I mean that's that's literally what's in the bill. It's it's not they're they're not trying to, to hide anything. They're like, look, this is pro labor. You're gonna see a lot of um Build Back Better with Unions mm-hmm. is a is a campaign going on right now. And that's directly tied to this. Build Back Better with Unions is tied to the PRO Act, past the PRO Act. So uh, organizations can organize, be represented, and 
boost wages and benefits for all workers and build better, stronger right here in the U.S. Uh, I mean... Now, this is kind of... Uh, and it's on topic, but I'm pretty sure the way Google works whenever uh, you search something, when yeah. you search PROACT 2021, I'm pretty sure that by the the search engines that come up, the, the websites that come up from whenever you search that, some of the ones at the top that say ad, those have been paid for. That's, yeah. that's why they're there. They have paid Google to get their message yep. uh, top of the, top top of of the, the list. list. The rest are from the amount of traffic that those sites are gaining. Pretty sure that's how that works. And if that is the case, I mean, I can look a little bit more into that, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Yeah. So the more you look up break time, breakdown, the higher it will get on the Google list when you search break time, breakdown. Well, this so podcast comes up. All well, <laughs> sure, but what I'm getting at is, I get you. Tell your friends, tell your family, get on the the proper websites that are pro well, here's, for this and click on it a million times a day. So it's on that first page. So it's on that first page because it's not. You know, if and you, that's if you read those, that's the scary thing. If you read those sites though that you're talking about, like the ones that are coming up, because that's what I was reading, and I'm like, man, this is fun. It's, it was fun for me because... Right, but that's because you're in the know, though. Yeah. You're in the know, and you have a, a horse in the race. But and listen, no. If you can... For, if you, if you for can, the small-town business owner that is terrified oh, that... Look, a business uh, owner, sure. They're going to yeah. get their business shut down, you know, their mom-and-pop shop. Oh, my God, a union's going <laughs> to... You know... But that's not going to affect them. I know can it's they, not, but listen. I know it's not. I know it's not, but they're going to think it oh, is. Yeah. Like... I come from a mom and pop shop family. Yeah. Uh, well, and look, they're... Yeah, the working class is what... Not union strong in the, any way. The working class is what needs to read through... If you can read this as a as someone that's, you know, considers yourself... If you go to work every day, you get up and put on your boots and you go to work every day. Yeah. And you can read one of these um, uh, articles, anti-articles mm-hmm. about this about this bill... If you can honestly read through it and be like, yeah, screw these guys. I want my owner to make a billion dollars so he can continue to, <laughs> yeah. uh, so I can continue driving around in my beat up, falling yeah. apart truck. Like, I, I just don't understand how, sure. and, and some people will do it. Some people for sure would do that. Yeah. You know, they'll be like, you know, that's bullshit. And you want a raise and go in and ask. I can get a raise anytime I want. Mm. I just didn't want one. Right. I haven't wanted one. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I don't ask because I'm afraid I'll get fired. Yeah. I mean, that's what that, <laughs> yeah. that's what that is. Yeah. That's yeah. all that is. It's yeah. Well, big talkers and you know, I don't want to have to pay to work. Listen, you're already paying. You're paying in the wages and the benefits that you're not earning. Absolutely. It's costing you a ton, way more than my union dues ever will. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I had that literal debate with somebody one time. Mm. Yeah, at least I don't have to pay to work. Oh, bud, you're paying every day. Every day. When I'm making twice as much as you and your company's making just as much as my company? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Metal is metal. Yeah. All costs the same. Well, that's using logic. Yeah. How yeah. dare you use logic? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for joining me. 
babe. Yeah, of course. Um, Anytime. I'm your default. That's right. You're my safety net for sure. <laughs> I mean, um, I really I haven't had to use you. I couldn't for, run away, I don't think. Yeah, you were forced. Yeah. Um, you know where to find me. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I appreciate you. This is, trust me, if you're listening right now, um, I'm, I'm going to save the other one that I did just for a laugh. Oh, uh, no. I'll never release it, but maybe. Uh, you were in here for a hot minute. Maybe. Talking if, to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you can get me. You get me alone one time with my computer, and maybe I'll bring it up and let you laugh at it. Somebody, you know, anybody, you know, listening here. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, I didn't realize you were talking to yourself. Oh I thought you gosh, had somebody on the brutal. phone. I've done it before. I've done a few of these yeah. by myself. Yeah. But, uh, oh, well, this, this is was, a hot topic. This was tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was tough. Uh, but anyway. I get that. Well, right. I'm I'm a little bit more in the know yeah. on what's going on. So yep. thanks for sharing and, and educating me on what's happening. Yeah, for sure. And again, everybody, 21333, sign up, text it, uh, and get signed up, follow along. If you get text messages from Smart International about, like, you know, a message from the general president or things like that, you're already you're already signed up for it. But if you're not, get signed up. When they send you a call to action, text, do it. Uh, you know, we we got to fight. We got to fight. And, we, and things like this, when they come up, like, this is like a... This is a big deal. It's a very big deal for Clearly. the working class and, and for unions. And this stuff doesn't come around, <laughs> like, ever. Yeah. You know, it's been... Well, not in our lifetime. Like 70 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah good luck. Good luck on... Sign up for UConn blog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the UConn blog newsletter, for real. It's uh, They put out some really good content, and uh, uh, I'm glad that I was introduced to them. Uh, Brian joins us on the labor radio podcast network meetings. Uh, that's how I met him. And, um, I've, I've tuned into their, their live stream from time to time. Chris LaGrange is the, the main guy behind the, the group. And, um, it's good. They're up in New York and he's, uh, he's a New Yorker, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So he talks like one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, like just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and gets angry and loud and and whatever. But, you know, fighting the good fight and trying to get the word out. So uh, check them out. And thanks for tuning into this one. Uh, thanks again. Yeah, thanks for, for, for having joining me. me, babe. And, uh, I mean, Amy. Thanks for joining me, Ms. My name's Amy, Ms. Wall. not babe. And uh, <laughs> thanks, dude. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're welcome, dude. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> if you got any, uh, if you got any input on this, I'd love to hear it because uh, this this is a conversation that needs to be had right now. Uh, so, if anybody has any kind of input, or maybe you want to correct something that I I said, or you want to challenge something that I said, or whatever, you want to talk about the fight for fifteen and tell me how I'm an idiot for supporting that. Let's let's talk about it. I'd love to have you on and uh, discuss it. But mm. um, it's all about the working class, and we need to fight. We need to fight for for each other and for ourselves, and and uh, get some of this money back. We just need to get the money back. Production's up in the country over two hundred percent output, and zero increase in wages. Yeah. So across the board. Yeah. So, um, something to think about. But anyway, um, as always, everybody stay safe. Watch out for one another. And don't be lending out your snips because, um, I don't know. Someone might be cutting their dog's hair with them. God, you're cutting Are their dog's nails? hair. 
Feel bad for the dog. If you're cutting nails, if you're borrowing somebody's snips to cut your dog's nails, uh, I, I want to know about it because I think you need to be on down and have your nails cut with some snips. Oh, dang. Yeah. Just don't do it. Just yeah. don't do it. Keep your snips to yourself. <laughs> See ya.